What's up, gentlemen? It's Troy Reedy in the house. He's Troy Reedy. Why are you wearing a Chivas jersey? Oh, come on. Why? Oh. Well, you'll notice Ben's not wearing any Timbers gear either. Hello, everyone. This is Reb Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. That little snippet is an indicator that today's episode is either going to be the biggest waste of time you've ever had listening to a podcast or a lot of fun. I'd like to believe it's the latter for sure. Today on the pod, Portland Timbers co-chaplains join me as we lament our teams being out of the MLS playoffs. We take a look back at the 2023 season and some of the things our clubs went through. Troy plays his first crosses with Rev, which goes horribly wrong, and Ben writes a new song or two with the power of AI. It's all right here, and the fun begins right after this. a little off foot thinking he's going to go far post not strong enough with his right hand whips that one in far post almost made him in and they have he has the hat trick the second in his career the third of the night the hat trick hero talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure to the corner goes towards the near post and you're on the angle and what a goal what a goal Well, I want to welcome to the podcast today, co-chaplains of the Portland Timbers, Ben Dudley and Troy Reedy. Guys, thanks for being on the pod, and it's a sad day. Both of our teams, there's no one to root for right now on the pod of the Soccer Chaplains United Major League Soccer teams. We're all out of the playoffs. It's sad. You don't root for any teams that are not your own? I mean, oh, I, I do. I do. But come on. I mean. Okay. So who are you, who are you pulling for now? Nashville. Okay. Nashville. What about I mean, in the West? Okay. In the West. Well, if, if Cali, if, if Carlos was on the call, it would be San Jose, but he's not on the call. So I don't know. LAFC. Oh, huh? man. Who are you guys rooting for? You Seattle. Like barely got that out. Oh, Seattle. Seattle. Oh boy. It, no, it I know you just them. said that. Why won't it be Seattle? I know who it is. From why won't it be Seattle? You don't have never to be that. Seattle. I want a Seattle third kit. Have you seen their third kit this year? It's fun. The Jimmy Hendrix. Bruce Lee one. The Bruce Lee. Yeah. What? What are you? What? What? No. Haya. No. It's terrible. What's the Timbers third kit? It's like pink roses or something. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And people love that one. They do. But this is the, it's a, it's retired now. It it's gone oh. two seasons. So really this year. Yeah. Get a new one. Well, we, get a new we've... one and a new uh, jersey sponsor. Thirteen seasons with Alaska Airlines is oh, yeah. coming to an end. Now you're gonna so get Spirit Airlines. <laughs> so I mean, for me, I'm probably gonna. Wait, hold on. Well, who's the new sponsor? See, I don't. They I don't haven't. Know they haven't announced. They haven't it. announced. Spirit. Okay. Spirit. They're going to announce it probably when they launch the new jersey. So I'm guessing like. Well, I'll announce eight. it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The new sponsor of the Portland Timbers is Soccer Chaplains United. Yes. Oh my goodness. We we know that wouldn't fly. Although we <laughs> we do have a good logo. 
Um, I love our logo. It's yeah. cool. It is. All right. It's not it's like a Chivas logo. Why are you wearing that, Troy? I'm still like, if, folks, you can't see Troy Reedy, but he is wearing a Chivas top. M- maybe actually this is prophetic, Troy. Okay. We have not talked about this, but our hope for the next few years is to start growing chaplains into the Mexican leagues. And Troy, ¿cómo está? Uh, ¿Habla español? Un poquito, un, un más. Poquito. Then how about I, you? I did. I did buy. Uh, I have on my collegiate team, eighty percent Spanish speakers, and I used to be a decent Spanish speaker until we moved to Tajikistan, which pushed pushed out most of. They the don't speak Spanish, Spanish in Tajikistan. They do not. So I purchased Babel over the summer, and I was making progress. But then, yeah, the the chaos of my season has stifled that. Folks, what, what what Troy is talking about is not the Portland Timbers at this moment. It's Warner Pacific men's soccer who – let's just look at the standings here real quick. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> come on. You guys are sitting at what, 10-3-2? I, I mean – 10-3-2, yeah. Not a season of perfection. It. No, we, we've been back-to-back conference champions. It will be – almost impossible to win a third straight but if we win our last two we'll finish second and be set up for the tournament and possibly nationals again so yeah we're in a good spot and that is why i'm wearing a chivas shirt is one of our players from last year who was an all-american was identified within the chivas system and signed a contract down there with their u21 u23 team so I am uh, I'm sporting sporting the kit yeah. on his behalf. That's that's, that's cool. Congratulations. Yeah. That's, that's a testament of your coaching ability there. I, I love that you're doing that. Well, uh, folks, before we jumped on, Ben Dudley had a brilliant idea. He said, let's get the crosses with Rev with Troy. Let's do that first so that he's not warmed up with his sort of vocality and his mentality and so we are going to I, I usually reserve this towards the end but let's do it now and I think oh, yeah this is what people tune in for anyway so I Troy, mean who's who's winning right now Brad of all the ones you've done Ben you you are you're I winning so. 25 points you you have the leaderboard you have so the just advantage. so you know Troy is the kind of guy who if he decides he's gonna like start playing ping pong then he like trains seven days a week joins a ping pong club Ooh. travels to china takes lessons yeah and comes back and he beats everybody in ping pong if he decides he's going to start playing pickleball um he's becomes a world champion if he decides he's going to start singing he does voice lessons and does vocal exercises in his car every day um he has to be the best at everything and he tends to be the best at everything. and yet he's not and yet he's and not. yet he beats me at everything <laughs> we do okay this so is i have zero expectations true. that troy's not going to beat me at this um because he's beat me at everything else but if i do win um there then there's going to be a party i I I think Ben, in some ways, you are setting yourself up to retain the leaderboard advantage that you've had over the rest of the chaplains by making him go first. Yeah, or doing it early here in the pod. I just 
I kind of want to get it over with because I don't want to th- think about it. Oh, you are nervous. You're nervous. No, not nervous. Just like kind of, you know, like when you know it's just not going to go your way. Like you just know it. Ben, you we've we've been friends for long enough. You know that it's impossible for me without qualifying questions to just rapid fire. So yeah. I the these I will be very slow. You will retain your first place position unless I just hey, say something focus, for the sake Troy. of. All right, you I'll do be my best. best. You're the best. So, you so Troy, this. the game crosses with yeah. rep. You've you've heard it before, right? So you know some I've of the heard questions. One. Yeah, oh, I don't know some of the questions. I kind of know how it goes. Yeah, there's there's some like stock anchor kind of questions that are in here. There's okay. there's there's like an either or, and okay. sometimes I might ask something to stump you. You can say pass. You won't get points for that question. There's also a short answer. So if I start to say something and you, I mean, you don't have to wait for me to finish. You can just jump in and answer. Don't, there's no politeness. This is about points. This is about speed and it's about having fun. If I don't get through all my questions and I've gotten criticism that maybe some of my questions are a little too long, but I think I have some good questions here as I've thought through this. You get one minute. We add the sound effects later, so you know the whole stopwatch whistle. I won't start the timer though until I've asked completed the first question, so that gives you a little okay. bit of a head start. And then if if I if I get into the question before the whistle blows, before the one minute's up, you still get a chance to answer. It's almost like injury time, extra time. Okay. Got it. Speed is the key. Ben, Ben sitting on the sidelines here is yes. Yeah, I'm gonna close my eyes because I can see him. He's gonna be making funny things no, at me. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you feel ready, Troy? Do you want to? Do you want a warm up? No, no warm up. No, I shouldn't. No. Okay. So here we go. First question, Troy. Crosses with Rev. Left footed or right footed? Left footed. My favorite EPL team is. Uh, Everton. Dribble, pass, or shoot? I'm a dribbler. Call or text? Uh, call. Dry fly only or dry and nymph? Dry fly only. A-League or MLS? Mm, MLS. Acoustic or electric? Acoustic. Nike or Adidas? Nike or Adidas? Oh, you there? Oh, we oh, lost froze. you. Oh, it froze. Hold what do on. we do? What do we do? Okay, it came back. Uh, I Nike. think I was like five seconds in, so I think I have 55 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. pick up the, the last one. The last one you asked was acoustic or electric. Okay, Nike or, Nike or Adidas? Nike. My favorite post-game meal is? Mm. Thai food. Spokane Shadow or Cascade Surge? This is hilarious. Of course his it internet was froze again. That's all right. Now we're seven seconds in. <laughs> wow. Wow. Way to, way to, time uh, is up. What What is going on with the internet there? In, uh, yeah. 
in Oregon. It's well, it's, it's, probably, it's probably just at the university. I don't know. Troy, Dad. Troy, you, I don't think I got through twenty-five. It was bad, huh? No, and you've been disqualified for poor internet. So, but I'm going to ask these questions anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spokane Shadow or Cascade Surge? Ah, uh, Spokane Shadow. Uh, Tajikistan or Norway? Tajikistan. Brad or Ben? Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Did you ask Ben this one? No. No, his next Brad next time he plays, it's gonna be. This tough. is where this is where it's like, okay, I'm just running, say, I'm running pass. through every scenario. Just say pass, hey, pass, pass is Troy, easy. Troy, Troy, it's Ben every time. Come on. <laughs> okay. He 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 hesitated, you, Ben. I'm gonna take that. With every, come on. I'm gonna take that as a positive. Well, okay, if it's Ben every time, then I think what I just heard is uh, what I had in my mind. Who's gonna be our our biggest donor? And so, yeah, I'll say Ben. I'll say, yeah, thank you. <laughs> this is sad. I, I really wanted this game to go well. I don't I ruined know. It or, or the internet ruined it. The internet well, ruined it. Yeah. I don't know, Ben. Should we should we wait five more minutes and maybe Oregon will pay its internet bill and or Warner will? Nope. No. Rules are the rules. It's All right. Right All right. Um, Valeri or Nagby? He's frozen again. <laughs> and he's frozen. Even, even, oh my gosh. Valeria or Nagby? Am I back? You're back. <laughs> this okay, is the uh, worst podcast ever. Start, I know. let's re-record it. No. <laughs> you said Valeria or Nagby? Valeria. Oh man, I like, I like them both. Timbers or Sounders? Timbers. Really? You have history with the Sounders. His history with I the have, Timbers. You always bring this up. My history with the Sounders is so minuscule. He was going to say minuscule. not even worth <laughs> ministerial. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're at a rescue mission for Seattle. Um, 442 or 433? 442 in a different, in a in a midfield diamond, though. I was Ooh. gonna say Troy plays a totally different deal than that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a choice, you know. We like, shifted. We're at our we're three, at our four, three five two one, right? We, yeah, one three five two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to play, maybe that's the new thing to play the goalkeeper above the front runners. See, this is okay. Ben or Brad? It's Ben because he's just a tactical genius. Oh, Sorry, Brad. Gosh. Coffee or tea? Coffee or tea? Coffee, coffee. NCAA Sweet 16 or Cascade Conference Coach of the Year? I don't get that question. Um, What's better for you? Like, it's oh, oh, I was thinking yeah. basketball. I was thinking basketball. Yeah. Uh, uh, sweet Soccer Chaplains United. Didn't, didn't you make it? Didn't you make it to the Sweet Sixteen in NCAA as a in college? University of Washington. I think yeah, so. yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, the, the, my, Troy. My, yeah, Troy. Mm-hmm. Going away from today, you're going to do some homework. You're going to look at your life story, and you're going to like figure out what were the highlights, <laughs> what were the other <laughs> moments that you like. Okay, last question. Honest All answer right. here. Who's better at ping pong, you or Ben? 
that that's I'm sorry, that is an easy one right now. It is me. Who won it? Pre- and I haven't I haven't I haven't cashed in on my uh Oh yes, I did cash in on my meal, didn't I? Yeah, I took you out that yeah. day. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh. Well, well uh, man, Troy, I knew I'd be I, bad, but I didn't I'm going to have to come up with a different game. Would be worse. What, what position did you play on the field, Troy? Because that was the slowest crosses with Rev game I've ever played. And internet aside, <laughs> are you yeah, sure you played soccer? Yes, yes. I'm, a, I'm methodical. I actually was quite quick. I don't know about like sheer raw speed. That's why I played as a left winger. If if I if I knew what I knew then, what I know now, I would have converted myself to a left back. So, and why is that? Uh, because, um, because I, I defend well and can serve balls in and can, but like for, for the next level up, even though I was quick enough to bypass players as a winger, you need then just a, uh, a next level raw speed that I didn't have. And that's probably, you know, like you can increase your speed to some capacity, but it's kind of one of those things. You either you either got it or you don't. Or you don't. So I got it. All right. Well, Troy, your namely, your official namely Dudley namely Dudley's Dudley's ping pong game. You either got it or you don't. Or you don't. <sighs> to be with you really, guys in preseason. Got it. It's just not good enough. To be well, with you guys in preseason. It's it's one of those um yeah. you know, it's the talent thing. Like I have the talent, I just buried it right now, and so if I don't practice and then i'm not going to be good and when you go against troy who practices three hours a day Ooh. some of us have jobs uh, Brad. Ooh, Ooh, that's tough troy your official score is going to be 13 which means you have a lot of room that's for almost half that's almost half of what ben got <laughs> uh, um, what did okay. i i should have I... done a bet before what do i win i think so you if, guys owe me big you guys owe me bacon the, spread from Tabor. If the internet um, was not a big enough issue, my computer battery is almost about to die, in which case I'll try to recall on the phone. <laughs> there may be one, one other uh, Boy, issue. If I was uh, listening yeah, to this I'm podcast. A <laughs> uh, we've just lost all the, all the listeners that we accrued over the past year who have enjoyed these things. They're like, this is so lame. Three guys. Their teams aren't even in the playoffs. Um, you got nothing to talk about. I. So last night, I don't know. Does Portland do this? Rapids do a. They have an event called the Burgundy Affair. So we were at it last night. Sort we of a. Have, we don't have a Burgundy Affair. Well, a Verde Affair. No, that would be Austin. Um, no, so it's like the year-end gala banquet yeah. awards and several. Several people that I talked to were like, Rev, why do we do awards? Mm. Why? This is just it. It hurts. Like there's nothing to celebrate with a little bit of the mood and tone. Um, although I disagree for, you know, theological reasons and others, but there are things to celebrate. But I don't know. Do you guys does Timbers do do they have a year end celebration or kind of event? Yeah, traditionally, there's been a. We call it like the stand together banquet, and it really has always been based around honoring 
the team and the season, but also the work that's been done in the community to support the community. Yeah. And it's a fundraiser for the, for the stand together community work and for the grants yeah. program that they do. And yeah, um, Troy and I've gone a couple of times and it's been, it's been fun. And, you know, it's always more fun on the years when the team wins and when we don't make the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah. Same, same for Rapids. It's a, it's a fundraiser for Cronky charities. It's uh they have a silent auction. Uh, they, they highlight things done in the community, but guys, yeah. let's, let's, let's dive into our teams a little bit. And uh, maybe if one of the other chaplains joins us, great. But if not, um, Portland, Colorado, uh, we had similar kind of seasons. Um, in some ways we, we both went through a coaching change. We both, uh, missed out on playoffs. You guys just, just right at the end. Uh, our, our season was done a few weeks ago, but let's, let's talk a little bit looking back. Do you guys have any highlights yourself of, Hey, this season, these were some things that were, that were great. Like you just can't take it away and, and we want to celebrate it. And, and maybe they're a little bit more personal or to the ministry side for us. And I, and I shared this maybe on a, a podcast with the MLS next pro guys, but um, for us, we, we had a front office study and we had a combined team study that we did. We went through the entire gospel of John 21, 21 chapters mm-hmm. and into first John, uh, we, we got up, you know, we're doing chapter five, finishing up with front office this week. So, I mean, literally for 28, 29 weeks, we've been meeting mm-hmm. and, uh, that was a highlight for us, for me, especially a lot of work, um, just prepping every week for that and getting up to the stadium. But um, it was really great. And and, it, and a, for us, there was a, a bit of a community feel that I think since before COVID hasn't existed. And uh, we actually had a member of our Bible study with, a, with the staff um, training for an Ironman. He got hit by a car, mm-hmm. uh, was in hospital. And, and just, there was this come together moment. And I, I think back to, um, in fact, that this, this thing happened, I think just as we were playing, I want to say it was LAFC, uh, that he got hit and, uh, we get the call, the chaplains got the call, our R2 chaplain got it actually. And then we just responded. We're at hospital. Most, most of the teams on the road. Um, and it was like one of those moments when, because of what happened to this person, sort of our humanity, you know, just like coming around someone that I love, I love the stand together kind of idea. Like the club, we have an ethos here called one club. And it was like one of those moments in the season where seasons poor head coach got fired a few weeks later, but everyone kind of came around this person who went through a difficulty and it felt really great to be able to serve him, his family, uh, to serve the club, to liaise with the club communication wise and otherwise. Um, and even though like, it seems weird that someone's pain or difficulty is a highlight last night, we're at the banquet. He's literally walking around eight weeks later. Um, you know, they had to do some cleanup surgery, but he's, he's healing. He's healing. He just started rerunning and training for, uh, you know, whenever he can do the Ironman next. And I just go, wow, the goodness of God 
Mm. Um, what a blessing and, and, and a highlight to, to see, to see these things happen. And there's some, there's some other things that, that have gone on this year, but those two things stand out for me. I'm, I'm curious for you guys, what, uh, anything stand out for you guys just from this season? Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that, Brad. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think so much of the work that we do is, is one, just being available and showing up. And, you know, that um, every year, as you're aware, looks a little bit different. So a lot of the, a lot of the core guys that we had been meeting with and had some established rhythms have moved on by way of being traded to other teams or retiring. And so this year I feel like was more just the, it's the long, the long term game of being around enough and slowly building relationships of trust to then kind of move things to the next, next phase. So it was limited with first team players. Um, there was a group of, uh, Timbers two players, um, that we had, we had influence with. And then I think what was unique about this year, actually beyond others was that, um, there, there's some relationships within the coaching staff, both on the first team staff, as well as Timbers two, one with a former player that was part of our, part of our kind of group. And then another, um, and being able to, you know, Oftentimes it would be meeting with players at a certain time and then there'd be a window to pour in and, and kind of come, come alongside some coaches. And so, um, so that was a highlight just, you know, you never know really what the season's going to look like, but you're faithful with who the Lord has. And, and even, you know, I mean, you're well aware of a scenario with, with, you know, one of the coaches within the Rapids organization, Rapids two that, had a family loss and mm, yeah. his, uh, his older brother is, uh, really, I mean, the, the main mentor of my coaching development, but I, but I also know him. And so when he visited Portland was able just to make a touch point with him that I thought was neat along with the Rapids two players. And, you know, we, I mean, this would be a plug plug is the wrong word, because, but, um, you know, I, I lost, I lost my father about six or seven years ago, six or seven years ago, six or seven years ago, completely unexpectedly. And, um, from then until now, I can't tell I mean, it's probably close to 10 different individuals, whether, you know, coaching staff for the Timbers or players that have lost their fathers and mm. able to then walk alongside of them. And one resource, you know, um, is a, is a book called a grace disguised yeah. that, um, yeah, that's just been, you know, I think meets people in moments of what is called catastrophic loss. So whether that's the loss of family or it could be the loss of, you know, you pursued something your entire life and your career's coming to an end that, that marks the death of something. Yeah. Um, and anyways, that's a side note, but again, that, that was an, a resource in particular with, you know, with the Rapids to coach that I was able to offer and hopefully bring, you know, 
You know, it, it's so interesting. It's so interesting too, Troy, that you, you mentioned that because I think some people get wrapped up in the allure or the, the pro sport thing. And, and we don't realize that there's stuff going on behind the scenes that, that we never think about. Um, the loss of a, a loved one, the, the injury or the accident that might've happened or the, you know, just coming, as you said, to the end of a stage, end of a chapter, end of a career. And you never know what day or game moment might be your last. And so just what a godsend that you're able to speak into this person's life uh, from your own experience too, from your own pain, from your own way that you've been able to be redeemed and restored out of that. And um, I want to transition a little bit because Ben, here you are on the sidelines and I, Ben, I love the work you're doing right now. You even said this in a recent post, you talked about your beginning of your career in music being such an instrumental, no pun intended piece of that. And now the work you're doing now um, outside of Timbers, there's a redemptive thread to that. So yeah, Ben, Tell us maybe a little bit about what you're doing now, but also too, what redemptive threads have you seen this this year in in your work with with Timbers? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I run a nonprofit called Free Guitars for Kids, and go f- if you can figure out what that means. <laughs> we <laughs> we give guitars to kids for free, um, and it's been amazing. Like it's. Uh, music is a big part of my life as it is with a lot. Like I'm not unique in that. Like music's a big part of a lot of people's lives. And I just, um, but I love music. I mean, it just inspires me. I hear, I can't be in a restaurant and if the music's on, I can't not be listening and being like, Oh, you hear that song? You like that song? You remember that song? And everybody's like, what? I don't what music, you know, like it's just such a thread for me. Um, and it's funny because, um, I, for the last 13 years since we've moved to Portland, um, in some ways music kind of took a back seat because I've always loved sports and it's been, I was a rec major in college and just really believe we were created to, to create. And, but I think a part of that is, is, is like our play and the way we interact and we, like, I think that's a part of our creative thing and a part of our leisure like we were created to rest. And I think part of resting is, is engaging and playing and, and having fun and just being together and, and community. And I think that's, so my story, if you will, like kind of in college, I was a musician and played in bands and did stuff, but I also was a rec major and learning about all uh, like the theology behind play. And, and, Mm -hmm. and while I'm out there playing guitar, I was also, playing sports and whatever so i pastored for a long time but then when i moved to portland i got real involved i i became the chaplain for the timbers and then i started doing after school um soccer programs in schools and it turned into this big nonprofit. and then i joined another sports nonprofit called positive coach clients so i did like u.s soccer foundation soccer for success i did america scores i did positive coach clients and i was doing all the stuff with sports and doing chaplain work, but the guitar and the music side of it was kind of on the back burner other than I just played at church. 
Well, about a year and a half ago, I was approached by a friend, and he asked if I had any interest in running the nonprofit Free Guitars for Kids. And it was just like this, um, just, I don't know, like, it was like putting fuel on a on a dead fire because it was just like this thing ignited in me of like, oh my gosh, like, yes, like, I not only want to do that, I feel like I have to do that. Like, I have to go do this. This is the culmination of my gifts and the hard work of the last 13 years of learning about nonprofits and, and then bringing back this part of me um, where I feel more whole and what and who I am and how I serve people and give to people has uh, I've seen like God do this work in me to be able to come back and and um, be able to um, give people a gift and it's all about being gen- we're a generosity organization we we give people things like and we and the way God has given to me I want to give to others and 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 without any strings attached it's like mm. no I'm here to give and to serve and and I think that's the way Troy and I and Brad, I think you as well, like approach chaplaincy is it's about generosity, right? Like we go and we just give. We, we're here. We serve you. We don't, we're not asking for anything. We're just, we are giving to you um, because somebody loved us and we want to love you, right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what's happening with me with music. But it's funny, the, one of the redemptive things this season um, is kind of a funny story. So... Gosh, this was probably like eight years ago, and maybe it wasn't quite that long. Cause when wait, twenty eighteen is the year we we played it in Atlanta in the final, right, Troy? Yes. And then the next year was when Zarek came, or did Zarek? No, he was there. He was there. He came. Yeah. He came the year after we won it. So he came. Oh, okay. Like so he came in twenty sixteen. Okay. So like in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen, I think it was twenty sixteen. We were playing music a lot. Troy and I would go to preseason, and we'd be mm-hmm. and we're and like one of the Timbers sideline reporters. Her name was Samantha. She she was like really intrigued by the fact that we did we played guitar and Zarek had a ukulele and Diego Valeri would play and she loved that and so she wanted to do this story about us doing music and and like and so we did this whole thing where we go to this recording studio mm-hmm. and it's. Me and Troy with Zarek and Valeri and Milano, and we're like, we're playing and we sing the songs that the Timbers Army sing. Wow! In the in the match, so they sing "I Can't Help But Falling in Love um, with You," the Elvis song. They sing that at the 81st minute of every match, I think, and then at the 77th minute, I think, they sing "You Are My Sunshine" to honor Timber Jim, the original guy that. Cut the log. Change, yeah. Cut the log and did yeah. the chainsaw. His daughter passed away, and it's and it was her favorite song, and it's a way to honor and like him. So that those two songs they sing every match. So when we were getting together, like let's play those two songs. So there's they made this cool video of us like sitting around for like five or minutes or so, like singing these songs and playing. But then it was like a weird point in the season, and they put it up, and they end up. I think the video was online for like an hour, and I don't know all the backstory of why it got taken down, but they decided. We need to take this down. We're not going to show this video. So this footage gets buried for a long time. So then this season, um, they did a uh, they honored Valeri, like ring of honor. Let, he retired. We're going to put his name on the wall, and it's like his special deal. And before the match, we're standing down in the concourse where we, Troy and I always stand, and we greet the players and whatever. And Timber 
Joey walks up. And he's like, oh, the man of the hour. And he's mm. like pointing at me. And I'm kind of like, does he think I'm Valeri? Like, what is he talking about? The man of the hour. And he's like, and I'm kind of like, uh, what? And he's like, oh, man, you're going to be signing autographs later. And I'm like, Joey, like, am I supposed to be somewhere? Did I miss a note? Do I need to go home and change? <laughs> like, what is going on? He's like, oh, just just pay attention at halftime. They're, you know, they might they might have uncovered some old footage or whatever. So halftime starts, mm-hmm. and you know we're kind of sitting there, and then like they're getting ready to do the big Valeri Ring of Honor thing, and then so they put up a video, and it's the video they unearthed the video footage of me and Troy sitting with the guys, singing "Can't Help But Falling in Love with You" or whatever the Elvis song. And they play the whole thing on the on the jumbotron in front of twenty four thousand people. Wow! Um, of us sitting there singing this song <clears throat> and like playing as a way to like start the Valeri induction into the Hall of Fame, and it was just really cool. Like it was, um, I think the redemptive part of it was like, um, it was just cool to see like this guy Valeri who. He's such an amazing person on and off the field, but he really is a genuine person. But, like, um, it was kind of a reflection of this season's been hard. We haven't had a lot of the opportunity to have the deeper relationships and stuff. And there's been times where I'm like, man, why do I, why, why am I still doing this? Like, mm. nobody comes. And, like, is this worth our time? And whatever. You know, you just have those moments of doubt. But then to see that, like, um, we have over the past 13 years had genuine um you know, relationships with people and influence in people. And God's used us, all of the chaplains across the league. He uses us in ways we never know. Yeah. And there's really magical moments that happen. And it was just like a, it was like an honoring thing to see that footage and be like, wow, like that really happened. That's not just a figment of my imagination. It's a testimony that, um, you know, there's this song and this thread that that lives in us and goes through us and and we get to share that with others and it was a way for us to share that testimony with the stadium and with the world it was i don't know it was really cool it was powerful wow well yeah i i think you, you said so many things there ben that i, know, I sorry i, just I ramble no I, I i'm like oh, i could jump over here i could talk about this or let's go here but i'm curious for you guys and and you guys are much more gifted at this, but is there a song that encapsulates the 2023 season for Timbers? Is there a, is there something that you, you guys would say, man, this just speaks to where, where we've been, where we're going. Cause there's still some uncertainty. I know, I know our former head coach was interviewing for your guys' open slot and, your guys' former head coach, his name got thrown into our mix with, with one of the stages of, of interviewing. And, you know, it's 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 interesting. Troy had made some comments. But the, the interconnectedness of this industry, this community, is amazing. It's, it's interesting how, <clears throat> you know, Troy, your own coaching tree and pedigree comes through someone that's here in Colorado and his family and like all these things people don't realize, but Mm -hmm. the work we do and it sometimes is, is seed sown that gets buried. Sure. Um, But then Ben, as you said so beautifully, when it, it comes to life in a moment and you, you get a little moment of validation for the work you've put in or the, 
you know, the place where you, you stood in a gap and you didn't know if, if you could, um, I don't know, is, is there something that comes to mind and, and it feels like these are words that sort of describe where we've been and, and maybe where we're going. I see Ben with a smile on his face. You must, no, you look like, like you're, you look like you're on the side, like Googling different songs or, I, know. I mean, all these just... funny, all these funny things keep coming to my head. I'm like, I can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, I was honestly the not making the playoffs. Um, that was a that was a hard game it, to to know the struggles of the season, but then to see the guys rally toward the end and really make a run, and then to miss it, um, so it it hurt. And so I think of like that Trent Reznor Nine Inch Nails song that Johnny Cash did, you know, called "Hurt." Like I don't know, I was like, <laughs> that, one, that one hurt, you know, like, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I, and then you got the Dolly Parton. Um, I will always love you, <laughs> you know, and I <laughs> will always love you. It's like, no matter what, you know, I, I'm a Timbers fan. I'm always there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, someone, uh, within the Rapids organization said for us, it feels like the tale of two seasons mm-hmm. and going back, you know, the year started January five and, I've just seen so many people feel so exhausted. Uh, you know that there, there's emotion that goes into this to this game, and then you add in the investment that so many people make. Um, and I'm really talking about staff here too, because they're the ones that are kind of behind the scenes. They don't make the same kind of wage. They don't get the same kind of attention or glory or accolades or kudos. And um, yeah, you come to this point of the year and it's just like we can take a breath now. And and even I was I was talking to one of the staffers and he's like, Oh, I can finally take the foot off the gas and I said, Do we have a head coaching announcement to make soon? And he goes, Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And so there's this sense of which in some ways there is no off season in some ways. I do you guys feel that at all? Well, if, if there's a sense of an off-season for us, because, yeah, I mean, there's still players around, but it certainly feels like things slow down. But I, I know what you're saying. There, yeah, especially for staff and management. And there's no off-season, and really. And then, you know, professional athletes don't – you can't just shut, shut things down. You're, yeah. you know, in many ways, you know, you're keeping your body at full tilt. So, um, well, and you guys have even more in Portland I'm, because I'm cutting out. You, you guys have more in Portland because you've got uh, the Thorns, you've got Academy, you've got T two. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Portland organization, the Timbers and, and Thorns together. Does that? You know, some people kind of struggle sometimes with there's there's just no off off switch. There's no downtime. You guys, do you sense that, Ben? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I 
Definitely. It, I don't know what's going to happen this off season with it being like not making the playoffs and how like there's a there will be a longer technically off season, but there's so much work to do, you know, because we don't have a coach, and so there's there's just going to be a lot that happens, and I think that's the hard that's the nature of professional sports is um, it's a year round seven day a week thing. And I don't, I don't think most people realize how hard and grueling it is to be in that industry. And I, you know, I know a lot of people that love sports and they want to work in sports because they love sports. And I, and I'm kind of like, you know, if you want to watch the game, you don't want to work in sports. Like you, you know, you're because you're too busy working that day. But I don't know. Like that's just some of the negative stuff. But like, I don't. Yeah, it's. It's a year-round deal, and being a professional, the best at anything, if you want to be the best at anything, whether it be music or sports or anything, it's like, it's, there's no days off. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I like, it's a I like your question. Yeah. It's a neat way to frame the question, Brad, about a song lyric, and I, I didn't think of one off the top of my head, but... I figured this is probably a song lyric or the name of a, a song somewhere. And if not, then, then I'll write a song about it. Yeah. But uh, where do we go? Where do we go from here? Mm. And, uh, you know, it is, this is unprecedented for the club to miss the playoffs two years in a row. Um, and so, yeah, lots of, you know, I think there, there wasn't a ton of turnover after last year's miss, I think that that the assumption is there will be more, you know, from player side, you know, some will be the decision of players, you know, people like Diego Char, who I'm sure the club would want back, but how many more years does he want to play? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that you can, you can, you can, I guess what I'm saying is I'm anticipating a lot more, changes both mm -hmm. you know obviously wh where they go with the coaching decision but also players and i suppose you can hear that lyric in two ways it can be hopeless like oh where do we go from here you know we you know to where it's like kind of a downer or or you you know you dig your feet in a little bit and say all right where do we go from here where do we go from here to get back to you know one of the elite clubs, teams in the Western Conference, you know, and making push for another MLS Cup. You know, Brad, we've talked about this on another podcast, but you bring up a good point, Troy, and I think it's something we need to talk about. So, like, I'm sure you've covered the messy effect on other podcasts you've done because that's probably something you talk about a lot, right? Messi's impact on MLS. And mm. I just watched the David Beckham documentaries. And I was fascinated to think back to on, like, when he came to the league, the state of the league when he came in, and how much of an impact his coming really did have on the league. And and you just see teams investing more and more and more money, and players are getting better and better. And the Timbers, we've had success. We've we won the MLS's back. We've been in the finals three times. We have a we have a championship. You know, we've made the playoffs more than we've missed the playoffs. 
However, we've never been that team that's just been dominant where we run the table or have, you know, I don't think we've ever even had over 50 points in a season. Hmm. I'd be shocked if we have, if we've gotten over 50 points in a season. So, you know, we do it the hard way and, and we kind of catch fire at the end, which can work in MLS. But we've also missed the playoffs the last two years in a row in the final game by not getting a win. Right. So when Troy's saying like, where do we go from here? Are we going to continue to be that club that, um, relies on, you know, finding the, like finding guys that you can get a lot out of with not having to invest a lot of money. And we just kind of get lucky and find the hardworking guys and, and put together the kind of these magic runs or are we going to have to step up and like splash some cash and actually, cause the rest of the league's yeah. going to do that. Yeah. And are we going to be left behind? Or are we going to continue to play this role of like, we're, we're okay with where we're are, we are and we're just going to keep fighting and try to kind of make runs. Like it's just, I don't have an answer, but I think, um, we're going to get to a point where I don't think it's going to keep working. And I, I mean, two years in a row now where it hasn't worked, like we've, we, we've missed out. And I, I just, I think we've got some tough decisions this off season as for the Timbers to decide, like, are we going to, is it going to be more of the same or are we going to actually like do it different, which could involve like, uh, I use this term and people are always like, what does that mean? But like the fire sale. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Is that, is that the point we're at where it's like, no, we got to kind of clean house and start over, start yeah. over and, and like really build it a different way. Or are we like, no, this is our DNA of how we operate our club. And we're going to, cause we're, we're on a, a new GM this year. And, and, and so a GM, I think it takes longer than one season for them to really have an impact. Right. Like, Everything that happened when he took over was already in motion for yeah. a lot of it. So he hasn't really been able to put his thumbprint on what's going on, right? So is it what is his what is how is Ned going to run the Timbers? It's going to be interesting. To yeah. Watch. Yeah, it's interesting you say that too because, you know, just even here in Colorado, we had our own controversial kind of piece or moment where the fans uh, a group, one of our supporter sections walked out of the stadium, left banners behind that said the badge, the the players, the fans deserve better. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, there's a sentiment towards ownership, maybe towards club leadership that, um, you know, the Rapids haven't done enough or the organization hasn't done enough to stay to stay up with where they see the rest of the league, the other teams spending and, and doing things. And, it doesn't take much. You, you know, you, you walk into a, a newer stadium, you, you go visit one of these newer teams, you're, you're in one of these different cities, and certainly that the environment feels, feels very different. I think, you know, Detroit's question, where do we go from here? I, I've noticed that in my time as a chaplain, one of the things that my responsibility to do is, is to help bring some stability, some sense of... Um, you know, being, being at peace. Uh, now some might criticize and say, well, well, are you just, 
is that just calling people toward uh, maybe mediocrity and not excellence? Is that maintaining a status quo? Um, maybe you could make an argument that way. I th- I think that though, in the spaces where I've been speaking to players or staff, um, there's always this encouragement that God calls us to give our best, to do our best, but that his acceptance of us is never down to the results, which is not what the world says, and, and especially not what this industry says. Um, a coach doesn't do well, as our team did this year. The coach gets fired. and But when we put our identity into those things, I think that becomes a bit of a struggle. And so I think this where do we go from here line, Troy, that you mentioned, we become the guides for helping to encourage, not necessarily in saying, here's the answer, this is where you go, but in maybe asking that question thoughtfully and seeking a source for the answer or for the direction. I I think back to uh, the Israelite nation moving through the wilderness, and it was a pillar of smoke during the day and um, a a thing of fire at night that, that guided a people. They didn't know where they were going, but if they kept their eyes focused on what was leading them, ultimately God, then uh, they knew that they would be safe. They would be taken to the right place at the right time. And I think that becomes one of the things as I, Troy, I love your question here. Where do we go from here? <clears throat> because my own thing was coming up with this this sense, this line of living in a land between. And, and as I, e- even with people that aren't, their jobs aren't necessarily affected by a coaching change and transition, it touches kind of everyone. And so, you know, I'm watching coaching staff who they're not sure if they have a job next year. I'm watching players who are maybe out of, going to be out of favor, out of contract, out of many different things. They, they won't be in the coach's good graces anymore because the new person that comes in isn't the one who brought them. And so there's a lot of people right now, at least with, with rapids that it feels like, there's a sense of uncertainty and what can we place our hope in our trust? Uh, what, what can we have? Where can we have assurance and certainty? Um, of course, for me, it's faith. Um, but I, th- I think in, in leading people who are asking that question, where do we go? Where do we go from here? Um, realizing that we do live in a land between um and I'm not trying to be cheesy in wrapping this up, but but we do, Ben, as you said, there's a sense of we express love to them. And that, I think, when someone knows they're loved, they're seen, it makes a massive difference in being able to come into work the next day, even if results or a season hasn't gone, uh, showing up in an awards banquet and still celebrating what we can celebrate, the work done in a community or the strides made um, on and off the field. And I think that we don't want to lose sight of all the things that God is doing because we look at a score line or we look at standings and a, and a playoff line. So, well, that was long-winded, yeah. but yeah. Um, no, it's so true. Love it. Yeah. 
Well, guys, uh, we're we're wrapping it up here. I'm curious. Uh, we're out of the playoffs. Who are you guys rooting for? Who do who do you want to see in MLS Cup? Well, it's always fun to see players that we've worked with that yeah. have left the team and gone to other teams. So I'll be pulling for Houston. Okay. Because Steve. Steve Clark, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and they they won U.S. Open Cup. They did. They did. So they're they're a good team. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. They really had a game plan. And yeah, they stuck to it. I thought. That's if awesome. We would, if we if you would have been the tactician though, and we would have had our goalkeeper in front of those front runners, that could have, that could have been the the turnaround. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm I'm. For the West Western Conference, I'm cheering for Houston, and I I really like the way that Columbus plays as well. So, Houston Columbus would be yeah would be a neat one. All right, uh, we'll we'll take that. You guys know uh, my heart is with Nashville. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say the other thing for me is like because of the work I do with Soccer Chaplains United, I go to these <laughs> different cities. So we're doing a lot of work in Nashville. So I like Nashville. I like Gary. You know, I know he he was at Colorado, and and you guys have a good par- partnership, friendship. Yeah. Um, Austin's out. That we do work there. We do work in San Jose, but I don't know. I can't seem find myself rooting for them. Although I do like uh, Jeremy. He he played for us. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know the the coaching staff with San Jose, our former Colorado guys. I mean, that's just my problem yeah. from being around too yeah. long. I mean, you just know too many people. We have coaching staff with Salt Lake, and yeah, I I think I told them I might be rooting for them a little bit. I forget <laughs> though, because I don't think I'll, I'll have to edit that out. I don't think I'm allowed to. There are there are rival. Um, Although their fans unfurled the banner and they said our, our rivalry deserves better. And I was like, I don't know. Is oh. that a sign wow, of yeah. support or is that a dig? It kind of felt like both. Right. a little bit of both. <laughs> so who, who do you want Nashville to play? Do you cheering for anyone on the East? Well, Nashville, Nashville is, is in the is East. In the oh, East. East. Okay. Yeah. It's good, the West. good that you're a chaplain at MLS. Yeah. Well, they were in the West. They, they, they were. They flip flop. They do. Uh, yeah. Uh, and again, I just, you know, Cincinnati has people that were with Colorado. Orlando does. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, there's some Charlotte folks that used to be with Rapid. So yeah, I, I root for people. I really root for yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to see Nashville win. I think, I don't know what you guys thought about Leagues Cup. I, I really enjoyed Leagues Cup and I thought, I was kind of hopeful that Nashville would win League's Cup. So, hey, maybe take MLS Cup as a consolation prize. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to, to hopefully see Nashville Nashville in there. Um, guys, let's do this. Ben, I see you're, you're prepping. Uh, you got a song for us? I do. I, I was just thinking, Troy said, you know, <laughs> if there's not a song called Where Do We Go From Here, maybe we could write one and – you guys ever heard of this thing called Chat GPT? <laughs> you just wrote a song in 30 <laughs> seconds based on Troy's line? I did. I typed in, you're going to love this, it's hilarious. 
I had typed in, write a song called Where Do We Go From Here and have it talk about a soccer team trying to find its path forward. Wow. This, folks, for the first time ever, Ben Dudley on guitar and harmonica. Where do we go Who from here? Who knows how this is going to turn out? <laughs> here we go. In a world of dreams, we played our game on the soccer field. We built our name. This is terrible. I'm I'm into it. But right. the seasons change and the stars they fade. Now we're left wondering in this endless cascade. Ooh, cascade like Cascadia. You like that? Yeah, like that. Where do we go from here? Under the floodlights that glow in this beautiful game Where our hearts overflow It's terrible Oh, we'll find our way Through sweat and tears This soccer team dreams beyond our Folks, yeah. the one and only, the one and only Ben Dudley with Where Do We Go From Here? I'm not I'm not sure that one's going platinum, Ben. I'm pretty sure it's not. However, yeah. I have to say, like, that that's pretty that's pretty amazing to just impromptu on a podcast where millions are tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> throw yourself out there I, that's like i'm impressed i'm very impressed by that yeah. I, I don't even know if these I... come out better than that one did maybe What's i'll that? try one more time yeah redemptive threads redemptive threads right well uh guys let's let's wrap it up let's uh let's pray uh for our clubs as we enter into the off quote-unquote season and um yeah pray for the team still playing and and the players still playing and um yeah let's let's just uh wrap it there and maybe chat gbt can give us one more shot at a uh, where do we go from here while we're uh, while we're praying away uh Troy, why don't you start ben and then i'll i'll close this up and then that'll let ben warm up his voice for shot number two at our song yeah, but you're gonna yeah to, you're gonna have to just cut that whole first one that was terrible no we're we're keeping it troy why don't why don't you lead us with the with lead out with a prayer all right father thank you for yeah the joy of just some time together talking the joy of um celebrating uh the season behind and the different ways that you were at work and though certainly for uh, those of us on this call uh, with the results not going the way that either club would have desired, um, Lord, the ability, uh, as Brad 
alluded to, to still celebrate, Lord, you on the move, the, the redemptive threads, the ways we've been able to show up and listen and stand with and walk alongside of uh, players and staff and front office. And um, Lord, thank you, Lord, for the joy of serving, Lord, in a, in a world where so much um, of what is of what is uh, inputted is get what you can get, take what you can, Lord, there's just, there's a different way and fulfillment and life to the full is often through service. And so help us in um, this off season to continue to serve in the avenues that you would have in the, in the gaps, in the conversations where we could be a voice and um, may we be uh, guided Lord by the one who knows the end from the beginning and is good and is faithful. And so, yeah, I pray your blessing upon the timbers and the rapids, Lord, and, and certainly um, the team still competing, Lord, and those that serve and are, and are part of those clubs as well. And God, uh, just want to, uh, echo those things, and as we walk alongside of people living in a land between between two places, a land between slavery and promise, a land between uh, a past and a future, a land between where maybe we don't know our way, and we're asking that question, where do we go from here? Uh, may we be faithful to keep walking alongside. May we see the redemptive threads where we discover and uncover songs, a song within us, a song for us, a song for people so that we can experience your joy, your truth, your love, your grace, your light for our lives. And I just thank you for the work that Ben and Troy are doing in Portland. I thank you for the work that Callie's doing with San Jose. I thank you for the work Greg's doing with Nashville SC. Um, thank you for my work and, and Kevin with, with Rapids and, and Lord, for the other chaplains and sports ministry groups that are have people serving in, in different and difficult places, uh, Lord, just lead us and guide us through this time. And uh, ultimately, may we point to you. Thank you for these moments. Thank you for these, these friends, these co-laborers able to be on, on this pod today. And I just pray a blessing for them, for their families, and for this, this next part of the year as we get into it. Uh, Jesus, we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 You got something, Ben? You got you got another song? Oh, we'll holy try. God. We'll try oh. it this time. Let's see. In a world of dreams, we play our game. On the soccer field, we built our name. But the seasons change and the stars they fade. Now we're left wandering in this endless cascade. Loving it. It's already better, I can feel it. <laughs> oh, where do we go from here? Under the floodlights glow in this beautiful game where our hearts overflow. We'll find our way through sweat and tears. The soccer team with dreams beyond. Beyond the years
You've been listening to Ben Dudley, Troy Reedy, and Brad Kenny coming to you from the touchline. Sweet, bro. Later, man. That's going platinum. That's going platinum. I had to channel my inner uh, 13-year-old punk rock self to pull that off. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And and we need to attach your uh, your Sunday song to this podcast somehow. <laughs> hey, you know what's a cool song? Oh, this podcast is supposed to be over. Do y'all watch Welcome to Rexham? Oof. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen, yeah. like, episode one. Yeah. They, last year they, like, used, like, a Buddy Holly song as their theme song. Right. right. But then they got, like, an official, like, song for their title. Huh. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Sweet. Check that out. Check it out. Well, it's I might good. need a new song for the podcast too, Ben. Like, I mean, I, I'm liking this. This. Oh, you need a punk rock. You need a. You need a new podcast song. Yeah, I'm thinking so. So. Wait, Troy. All right. We got something to do in the yeah. offseason. Yeah. <laughs>